Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Michael Cobb. At the height of a successful career in the computer industry, Mike left to pursue more pioneering opportunities in the emerging real estate markets of Central America. Mike also saw the need for a regional real estate company that would serve the baby boomer consumer with a North American standard product for the next two decades. He led the group into real estate development and formed the company ECI to help boomers and others buy homes overseas in some very desirable locations. Welcome, Mike. How are you today? Good, Terry. Thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. I'm glad we've had a chance to get to know each other a little bit beforehand, too. And I love what you're doing. I love your message. And yeah, it's exciting to be here with you and the folks who are listening Yeah, and I know a lot of baby boomers have thought about moving outside of the country, whether it's their primary home or second home. So I think this information is going to be really helpful to them. So let's start by explaining to the boomers who might be interested in learning about a second home or primary home in another country. Where do you have your locations and how do they get involved in that? Sure. So so we, we got our start in Belize back 28 years ago now. I started a little mortgage company to help folks be able to finance properties overseas because a bank up there in Bucks County Definitely not lending any money on a condo in Belize. No, nope, banks nope. Right. And the banks in Belize wouldn't lend you, a foreigner, money to buy a condo, right? And so right. there was a real hole in the marketplace and developers were getting pinched. So we started a little mortgage company and eventually that became a bank. But one of the things, so my business partner, he's a lawyer. He's the deal guy, the contracts, the money, all kind of stuff. Right. I'm the boots on the ground guy. And so as I was out looking at the collateral that we were going to lend against, what I realized very quickly was, now this is, you know, this is 28, almost 30 years ago now, like in Belize, if you had three to $500,000 or more at the time, you were actually getting a really nice product, right? You get a North American standard product. But if you were buying a hundred, dollars $200,000 condo or home, you were getting something that would definitely qualify as a condo or a home, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't meet your expectations, right? Right. And so that's how we kind of got into this business. I said, geez, I mean, like things like putting an outlet on every wall or two outlets on a wall, right? Or putting the light over the mirror in the bathroom instead of behind you, right? Or just making the countertops the right height. And so what we realized very quickly was that many of the things that would make this home or this condo actually feel comfortable to a North American client were actually free. Like there was no extra cost to make the countertops the right height or put the light over the mirror, right? And so- we said, and then you put an out, put a stick in 10 more outlets around the condo. I'm okay. Maybe that's a hundred bucks or something. I mean, it wasn't very much money. So, right. so like for maybe a thousand dollars, right? One percent of the cost of a condo, we could actually make it be really comfortable and familiar to a North American. And that was the genesis of our business back in 1996. So yeah, 26 years ago, we started our development company and we started in Belize. We then went to Nicaragua after that, Costa Rica. 
Panama. We also are working in El Salvador and Portugal now. So we're not just in Latin America anymore. We're in Portugal oh, as well, in the Azores. Interesting. Uh, oh, and you know what? I have family in Europe. My, my husband was born in Germany. Okay. So Portugal's like at least over there. We can't afford to move to Germany because it's just too expensive right now. Right. Can't do it. But Big money. Yeah, but a friend of ours has a daughter who married a Portuguese man. So they go to Portugal every year for like a whole month, six weeks. They're there. So it looks beautiful. That sounds very interesting. It is. And the affordability is a big deal, right? Yes. And one of the things I just, we have our all teams meeting the first Tuesday of every month. And so we just had it. I don't know when this program will air, but you know, on, on August 2nd, we had the first Tuesday of August. We had our all teams meeting. And one of the things I try to do a couple times a year is talk about mission and purpose, right? Cause it's our whole team, right? I, we're all on the phone together and then they go through other stuff, what's happening in the company and birthdays and celebrations, like that, right? But I get on first and I talk about mission and purpose. And what I talked about this time was our mission. And our mission for 26 years has been to serve a North American consumer with a product that they can afford that meets their expectations and desires, right? And the affordability, a big part of it, Terry, because again, you can't afford, Ger- I mean, I'm, I don't know, I mean, afford Germany, don't afford Germany, but Germany's expensive, right? Yeah. If you, if you want to move to Florida, it's expensive or California or Texas. So there's a whole group of people in Canada, especially and the northern parts of the United States who are saying, I want warm weather retirement, the baby boomers, that the baby boomers, right? Right. And the statistic between U.S. and Canadian baby boomers, 11,500 a day are retiring every day on average. So 11,000 a day. That's a lot of baby boomers. Oh, my God. A ton of baby boomers. Yeah. And it's interesting because one in 10 of the baby boomers is considering a property overseas. So, I mean, there's a thousand people a day considering a property overseas, right? And there's already eight million expats living outside of the U.S. and Canada. So already eight million folks have decided to move outside the country. And 613,000 of those folks have said, have registered actually at a consulate or an embassy to to receive social security checks or just register at the embassy. So again, this is a huge trend. It's in its infant. And so the real challenge, Terry, and this is why I'm so happy and grateful that, that we're able to get on your program today and talk about this. The challenge for a North American is simply this. So, so that our mission as a company is to deliver inspired lifestyles, right? right. For adventurous souls, right? That's what we do. We give an inspired lifestyle and a fun place overseas for adventurous people because it's mostly adventurous people looking for property overseas, right? Right. And people who want to stay active. So because you're not going to be wanting to fly over to Portugal if you're not in good physical condition because that's going to be a But people who want to be active and see things and do things, that's, I think, the people you want. It, it is. And they're coming, right? I mean, if you love yeah. to dive or snorkel, Belize is phenomenal. You got the second longest barrier reef in the world, a quarter mile offshore. Wow. And so we get a lot of people who love to fish, snorkel, dive, sea kayak, stand up paddle boarding. I mean, it's just birding. The I mean, birding is incredible. So those kinds of activities and the other countries, different kinds of things, right? So it is an active, adventurous person. Right. But Terry, here's my personal mission. The corporate mission is to deliver this inspired lifestyle for folks and adventurous folks. That's our corporate mission. Mm-hmm. My personal mission is to help people who are making the decision, who do make the decision to move overseas, to actually do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for us as North Americans to change our mindset. And this is really what it boils down to. In the U.S. and in Canada and North America, 
We live in the land of seller beware. Seller beware. Lemon laws, consumer laws, consumer protection, truth in advertising, truth in lending. So we got all of these agencies and consumer advocacy groups, Ralph Nader and people like that, right? So you got all these lemon laws, right? So you got all of this legislation, agencies and advocates keeping us protected against a seller, right? Right. When we go outside of North America, we are moving to the land of buyer beware, Mm. right? It's very different, right? Those laws don't exist, or in the rare cases they do, there's no real enforcement of them. And so what this means is we have to change how we think, and that's hard to do. It's hard to change how you think. But if we can move from a protected bubble that we're in right now with all the advocacy and all that kind of stuff to a world where we have to look out for ourselves, which is what it is, buyer beware, we can do that, and many people do it, and many people do it successfully. In fact, probably... The majority of people do it successfully. However, if we're not aware of the kinds of things that we should be asking, the kinds of the due diligence that we need to do as a consumer, then we can make mistakes and we can make bad decisions or decisions that aren't great. They don't always have to be a bad decision, but they're just not great either. And so what I have done over the last 26 years is I have very early in the process, I wrote a book called The Consumer Resource Guide. And, and this book, is all about due diligence. It's not about selling anything. It is mm-hmm. truly about it. We, we use 15 examples, 15 questions that we should ask when we buy property overseas. Mm-hmm. And these questions help us frame a new way of thinking. Oh, as the consumer, I should ask to see the financials of the developer. Like in the US, you'd never think, well, if you're buying a house from Centax or Pulte, you'd never say, let me see your financials. And they just laugh at you, right? But in Latin America, you should absolutely ask to see a copy of the financial statement. Right. And so, again, there, there are questions like that. Or my favorite, Terry, is the house or condominium plumbed for hot water in all the bathrooms? And who and, would think of asking that? I never would have thought of asking no, that. Never. No, in a million no, years, we go, assume. <laughs> we assume. No, yes, we assume. That's right, Terry. We do. And, and, and it gets I'm us gonna, into gonna, trouble. And the acronym. Mm-hmm. Assume is make an ass out of, out you, of you and, and me. me yep. right? Yeah, right. Yep. Because we assume and, and we we're assume. wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, and we can't assume. And so what this consumer resource guide does is it helps us get rid of assumptions. We have to forget what we think we know, the right. assumptions. And we also need to understand that we don't know what we don't know. Right. right? Like we can't even imagine some of this stuff because we just But I know. think there's a lot of boomers that that – have always been thinking I'd love to move somewhere else, but they're yeah. afraid and they're afraid for that very reason. They, they know just, they don't know and yes. they are afraid to take that and, step on their own. And, and you know what, Terry? That's wonderful because actually a healthy fear, not an irrational fear, right, but, a, but healthy a healthy fear, fear right. is a great thing. It is. And, and, right. And, and what it really leads, if I had to take those three things, right? We don't know what we don't know. We need to forget what we think we know, the assumptions and this fear. If we put those together, uh-huh. we come up, I believe, we come up with the word humility or a humble approach. We're willing right. to listen more, look more, be more aware, right? Because we're humble about it, right? And when we take the humble approach, we actually do really well. And so what we encourage people to do is get a copy of the Consumer Resource Guide, ask lots of questions, change how we think, and then 
We can actually get it right the first time. And then we buy that wonderful condo overlooking the barrier reef of Belize or the, or the Costa Rica with the beautiful Pacific Ocean. And we're buying our property and we get to own this property for a quarter or a tenth of what the same property would cost in Florida or California. And Terry, I lived overseas. I think we talked about that a little bit, but I lived in Nicaragua for 14 years. I moved there with my wife and my two-year-old daughter. We lived there. We had another little daughter who came along and we lived there for 14 years, 11 of those years, totally by choice. But the quality of life, the cost of living, my goodness, this is the paradox, right? And a lot of times people don't really think about this because you would say, oh, I'm going to move overseas. I'm going to have a lower cost of living and a higher quality of life. And you'd say to yourself, no, 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 those don't go together. You can't have a lower cost of living and a higher quality of life. Right. But actually overseas, you can. And just a couple quick examples. My wife had a lady come to our house, come to our house, set up a massage table and give her a massage a couple of times a month, three times a month, whatever. And it was $16. Oh, come my God. Oh, set oh up my a God. Table. I'm getting more. a massage right now and it's over a hundred. Oh, and I go to them. And you go because you it's get, a special kind of massage, but over a hundred. You get in your car, you drive, and you get all right. the right? right. Right. And then every Tuesday, we had a bag of coffee sets. So friends of ours had a coffee plantation and they grew all kinds of organic fruits and vegetables and they had free range meats and cheeses and chickens and blah blah blah. Right. But the bag of vegetables, a coffee sack of vegetables that they delivered to few hundred families in, in Nicaragua, in Managua, right? They delivered this to our house every Tuesday. A coffee sack of organic fruits and vegetables. Wow. $8. Oh my gosh. I, mean, I know. And that's why a lot of baby boomers are thinking about moving out of the country because they can't afford to live very well here. You no, can't afford right. to get organic food. You sometimes no. have to turn your air conditioner off, even though it's a, there's all kinds of problems that Boomers are having because the it's so expensive now to live in the U.S. It is. And it breaks my heart. It yep. really breaks my heart. And truly, that's why I believe my personal mission and our corporate mission are just simply so important, Terry, because right. a lot of people don't know that they can have a higher quality of life and a much lower cost of living. Right. If you're on a fixed income of twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month, you move to a country and nobody wants to talk about Nicaragua. So let's take it off the table. Ecuador, Costa Rica. Panama, Belize, right? Salvador, mm-hmm. right? You know, these countries for twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a month, you can actually have a really nice quality of life. And so getting that message out is really important. Hey, you don't have to turn off your air conditioner. You don't have to decide if you're going to buy food or medicine this month. Like, right. But then my personal mission is if you decide you want to do something like this, then get the consumer resource guide, do your due diligence, get it right the first time. Right. And it will actually be a phenomenal, tremendous experience. And you'll have the home or condo or apartment if you're renting, whatever it is. You'll have your home, right? That right. will be a great fit. You'll be in a country that's a good fit. You'll be in a neighborhood with friends and neighbors. See, we talk a lot about friends and neighbors too and this right. concept of community. In fact, we have basically take the 15 questions and we break it down into three principles. Buy what you see, right? Is it there? Buy what you see, right? right? Own community is the second five questions, because when you leave the U.S. or Canada and you move someplace new, right? Like, how are you going to make new friends? And some of those elements are hardwired, right? They're physical things. So we talk about own community. And then the third one is know the developer. And that's where we ask for financials and, and other things like that, right? So, but this community piece is really important. 
because truly you can have a great home. You can eat organic food. You might go fishing, saltwater fly fishing every day or whatever. But if you don't have anyone to do it with, that's going to be a bummer, right? A community is so important because I talk about this on my podcast all the time. Yeah. Being active is important. Being social is so important. And I know there's a lot of baby boomers sitting at home by themselves. Their kids don't come to visit. They don't know any of their neighbors. They have no social life. And it's important to your health. If you don't have a social life, your health will go downhill. It absolutely will. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's another fear when you move to another country. Who who am I going to make friends with? Who am I going to be active with? So (laughs) that's really nice to hear that your communities are good that way, that you're going to be able to make friends easily. We are. And so just to give two examples, in Grand Pacifica, we set up a satellite rotary club, right, (laughs) to the main. So we have a rotary club at Grand Pacifica. Oh, wow. And and we do, right. And we do a ton of stuff in the local community around us. And there are satellites to the main club in Managua, right? right? And then in Belize, uh, because we're on an island, we actually established the Rotary Club for Ambergris Key Belize. We also established a Rotaract Club for the people under 30 or 35, younger than me. Anyway, I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> younger, younger people. But when there is no Rotary Club, we go start one. If there is a Rotary Club nearby, like in this case, we set up a satellite club, right? Because now all of a sudden, you know, once a week, you're hanging out with people who care about the community and care about helping other people. And maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you're a fly fisherman, so go fly fish or whatever. But if you want to do that, we really try to program in ways that people can get to know their neighbors. But here's the really cool thing. Yes, they will get to know the people who are expats, right? Some Mm -hmm. of the expats. But Rotary is a business organization, Lions and Kiwanis too. So it's not just those, but a lot of our founders and stuff came out of Rotary. So we we do the Rotary thing, but they're business people. And so you're going to get to meet the local business community as well as the expat community. And so now all of a sudden your friend group isn't just the expats who have moved overseas. It's the people who own and run businesses or managers of businesses, whatever, in the local community. That is awesome because that is where you get real peer relationships, collegial relationships. And sometimes people say, well, Mike, I'm not a doctor. Well, how can I contribute? And we say, you know what? It's so easy. It is as simple as in many cases, like in a country like Nicaragua or even Costa Rica and Panama, right, in some of the rural areas, if you simply can read English, and pretty much most people can read English, you go to a school and you read out loud English as a native English speaker. Right. That is something that you have the gifts to do that right. nobody else in the neighborhood probably does. And it's a real, look, think about, think about English languages. Think about this for a second, Terry. This is incredible. That like an accountant who speaks only Spanish might have a monthly salary of $500 to $1,000 a month, depending on the country. But $500 to $1,000 a month is their salary as an accountant. An English-speaking accountant is probably between $1,000 and $2,000. So it's double to triple Yeah, great right. for a whole lifetime, for a whole career. So when mm. you could start reading English to kids in preschool or nursery school or kindergarten, whatever, right? And they start to hear English read by somebody with an, an American or a North American accent, traditional English or native English accent, right? right? That one skill means two to three times the income for a career lifetime. Right. Wow. What a difference you've made. If you're a doctor, go do some doctoring or dentist or there are lots right. of other things too. But somebody who says, oh, I can't, I don't know what, like, no problem, man. We'll plug in. 
We'll right. get you plugged into something that is truly meaningful and significant. And again, you're going to be doing it with other people who care and you'll make friends. And yeah, it's awesome. It's yeah, it sounds great. Yeah. And volunteering is another thing I talk about all the time. Yeah. We yeah. should be doing that as boomers, even if it's only once a week. But if you have more time, right. do more. But if you're just sitting home on the couch, get out and volunteer. You'll meet people. You'll feel better when you help Absolutely. other people. You feel good. And again, it goes back to your health. You will be healthier because it creates yep. all these good hormones in your body when you're helping other people. So right. again, it's another piece to staying healthy and staying active. Yeah. So right. you're hitting and on a lot of them there, which is great. Well, <laughs> well, good. And it's funny because for me, it's really about creating better world. Right? I mean, yeah. I sound so trite. I mean, it sounds so trite, but you know, it's like the, it's just, I take my little slice of the world. Right. Right. And so we create wonderful communities for people who want to live there. We do wonderful work in the community. And truly, I heard many years ago when I was in college, I went to a national fraternity convention and one of the speakers, the president of the National Association, his title, his speech was leave the woodpile a little higher. And you know what? I believe that I'm leaving the woodpile a little higher. Not, I mean, and giving people the opportunity to plug into that and right. make it easy. Right. Look, you move to a foreign country. You don't know how to plug in. A yeah, foreign, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. But all of a sudden you say, hey, come on, let's come over to the Rotary Club and we're all speaking English. Right. right. Come on to Rotary next week or blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden you're starting to get involved. You're making friends. You're leaving the woodpile a little higher. Your health is better. Right. I mean, yeah. like these things are just they just add right up to a very high quality of life. And you can do it for twelve hundred dollars a month, fifteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And I mean, wow. I've heard lots of people talking about moving to Mexico because you can have this wonderful yep. life in Mexico again, because the yep. standard of living is so much cheaper there. But Correct. again, people are afraid, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to buy. I don't know who I can trust. So right. all these questions come up. So this is really helpful to know that you're there to help us. A absolutely. And those are the right questions. And I'm really glad that people are asking those, Terry, because they yep. are the right questions to ask. The problem is there's been a real shortage of resources for people when they ask that question. There's no real resource no. for people. So that's why I wrote this this book, The Consumer Resource Guide, and right. and we make it available for free. I mean, we give it away. That's and, great. And, and, and pretty much it works everywhere in the world. If somebody was come along and said, I'm moving to Thailand because that's I want to own a home in whatever, Phuket or Chiang Mai or right. something, this Consumer Resource Guide works over there just as well as it does in the Americas, right? So it's funny yeah. you mentioned Thailand because I sell real estate. I'm almost done. I'm like retiring at the end of this year. I'm just uh -huh. so ready to be done. But I sold a home up the street from where I live in Doylestown and he married a woman from Thailand. So they were right. selling their house here and moving to Thailand. Moving to Thailand, right? <laughs> yeah. And they've been there ever since and they love it. And then I interviewed a guy from Thailand. So okay. Yeah, he lived somewhere else and again, married a Thailand woman, moved okay. to her hometown, and he set up this whole legacy. He actually was paying for all the kids in that town to go to school. He would oh. pay for all their books and their shoes, whatever they needed to go to this school. Yeah. And he's in the process of setting up a whole legacy so that it will be funded when he dies. Beautiful. The funding will be there to go on forever right. because he's so attached. And one of the kids from this school is now going to medical school and another one's learning to be a lawyer and he's paying for that as well. Right. So he does online coaching, but all of his money goes to these kids, which I think is wonderful. Yeah. 
And you know, it, it is. And you know what? This is the kind of legacy we can leave behind after yes. we pass on. And it's tremendous for us. Of course, it makes us feel good and all the hormones and healthy. But it's sort of like planting a tree that you'll never see get big. Right. I mean, it's just the right thing to do. Well, I have another question. How much time should we put aside ahead of time? Like how far ahead should we start our planning and thinking? Good question. Well, that's it's interesting because you're in real estate. You're a realtor there in, in Pennsylvania. I'm a I'm an international realtor member. I'm part of the National Association of Realtors. So, in fact, I just had lunch with Mike McGrew today, who's a past treasurer, a good oh. friend of mine out here in Kansas, huh? a tremendous guy. And so I, I pay a lot of attention to, obviously, the world of real estate, both right. in the U.S. and outside the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that inside the U.S., most property sales uh, on the selling side, not on the listing side. Listings can list for a long time, right? right. When somebody comes along and they're looking to buy a house, 30, 60, 90 days, right? right. I think right. people come, they look at a few houses, they make yep. an offer. If it's accepted 90 days from now, they're at a closing table, right? Yeah, can, absolutely. Yeah. Our close cycle, which, you know, again, we've been doing this for 26 years now. E- ECI is 26 years old. We have a close cycle that's six months to six years. Ah. And so it, it really kind of bell curves, right? We have a few folks who are really ready. They see something and they transact in the first six, right. eight months a year. Two, three, four years. There's the top of the curve. So to answer your question, most people are in that two, three, four, and then it kind of tapers back out people that do their research way in advance, right? But what I would suggest really for folks, and this is a methodology that I've spoken about many times at conferences, I talk about it a lot, is you can rule out a country in three days, but it takes three months to rule in a country. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so th- this is going to sound crazy. We're a developer. We sell real estate. This is our business. We right. sell real estate. I advocate strongly, and you'll see this in the consumer resource guide, rent before you buy, which sounds crazy coming from a real estate salesperson or a company that sells real estate, right? right. But I, but look, if you buy one of our properties and three months from now, you're unhappy. Right. I'm unhappy. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like you're unhappy. I'm unhappy. Like, exactly. please don't. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yep. so, so we have a lot of people who rent properties from a lot of our owners, our vacation property owners or investor owners. We have folks that just buy properties and investments. So we have lots of rental properties. Right. So we say, why don't you rent a home for three to six months? See if you like it. If you like it, buy a home. And if you don't like it, well, hope you had a good time. See you later. Right. Right. And so, so, so the key really is to, I believe three or four countries. And if a lot of people don't have this flexibility, but if you have the flexibility to take two weeks off, right? Mm -hmm. Two weeks and travel to three countries Mm -hmm. in a row, three days or three, four days, three, four days, three, four days. So Belize, Costa Rica, Panama, I'm just picking three, whatever, right? Right. You fly to Belize, from Belize, you fly to Costa Rica, from Costa Rica, you fly to Panama, from Panama, you fly home, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. One or two of those countries, you're going to go, not sure. And one of them, you're going to go, wow, that felt really nice, right? right? That felt really nice. Right. That's the country you go back to. You rent a house or a condo or something for three months, six months later when you're ready. And right. then you can decide if it really is or not. Because see, here's the thing. And we have two different kinds of, of people who buy property from us. Investor buyers are buying as an investment. They're buying one of our studio best Western condos or one of our Marriott re- res- residences or resort condos in Belize, right? Those are investment products. Right. Like you could, you could live in them, but most people don't want to live in a hotel. They want to use it a few weeks a year as vacation and rent it out the rest of the time. That's an investment property. Right. That's a head decision. 
That's just running the numbers. That's just looking at cash flows, blah, 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 blah. Right? Right, right. Lifestyle is a heart decision. Oh, yeah. How do I like the neighborhood? Do I like my neighbors? Right? Do, am, right. Is, this, is my favorite store close enough? Right? I mean, like all of those kind of heart things, right, come into play when it's a lifestyle. And so kind of like if you go into a, if you go into a shoe store and you try on three or four pairs of shoes, like you, you might, a couple of them, you're going to go, they don't really fit that well. And one of them or two of them, you say, those fit pretty good. Let's say you buy two pairs of shoes. So you try on five, you take home two. Here's the thing. At the end of three months, I'm pretty much guessing that I, I know for me, one of those pairs are going to be on my feet all the time. Right. And the other one is going to be in the back of my closet because they just never quite fit right. So that's why I really talk about buying a home overseas like buying a pair of shoes. You want to try it on. You want to wear it around for a while. See if it really fits. Because look, if you rent from somewhere for three months and you don't like it, boy, that's easy. Pack up and go. Take your take your suitcases and leave, right? Right, right. And, but if you buy something, well, now you have the, the cost of getting into it, the cost of getting out of it, right? You might stay because you're not sure. No, no, no. So big rent before you buy three to six months, you will know if the shoes fit or not. And so that's really advice. But I think a lot of people, again, come back to the very beginning of your question that people start to look one to two to three years out. And we should, because we got to make a couple trips. Right. Maybe we'll go rent somewhere for three to six months, right? right? So that takes time. It's a very important decision and it should never be rushed, right? Absolutely, right. absolutely. Like I'm downsizing now, planning on putting my house on the market and selling it and moving to the villages in the in Florida. Right. My plan is to rent for a couple of months because the nice. villages is huge. I don't know which village I want to live in yet. Right. I want to be there and try. I was there for a week. That's not enough time. So I want to no. go down, rent for a while and figure out where I want to buy. I'll have cash in hand because my house is sold. Yep. So I'll be able to buy and make that move quickly. But I think renting makes a lot of sense. I mean, it I'll does. have to put things into storage for a while, but I'm okay with that. For what? Right. So what? Yeah. Because I'll make a better decision, right? You, you will. And we say this, sometimes the country, like you might say, oh yeah, Panama, I'm sure I'm going to live in Panama right. you know, for whatever reason. You've been there a bunch of times, you like it, right? But just like you said, you don't know which village in the villages. So you right. might know that the villages is right. right. But if, if you bought up here, but all your friends live over here. Yeah. Why do that? It takes right? too long to go back and forth because it's huge. Yeah. It, Exactly. It's very important it, to figure out where you want to be. It yep. is, right? Yep. And so when you rent, oh, all my friends are down here, so you buy a house down here. When Panama, same thing. Oh, I'm in Panama City. That's where I want to live. But all your right. friends are over here. So if you rent, now you just, right. Yeah. So it's brilliant. It's great. It's, yeah, I'm glad you're, I'm glad really you is. offered that up as an example because I think that's spot on, Terry. Right, because so many on. people think, oh, I'm wasting my money because, I mean, I've always owned a home. I bought my first home at 21 yep. and I just keep like, I'll sell it, I buy, I sell and I buy. But at yep. this point, I know my best bet is to rent for a while, figure it right. out and then buy. Cause that'll be probably the last home. After that, I might be buying in like a little condo or something and, and it won't right. matter as much. But so it's important to make the right decision. So I don't really care good. if I'm wasting money. To me, it's not a waste. No, I'm going to make a not. better decision. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think I told you before, I had a friend who wanted to go to Belize in the worst way. Oh, Belize is great. Terry, you should look at this. She, she was talking about it. She invested some money and I, I didn't get into it with her, but she lost everything. So she, I don't right. know whether the builder went bankrupt or what happened, but 
something happened and she lost her money. So you do have to do a lot of due diligence. It's very important. Critically important. Yeah, Yeah. critically important. Yep. Yep. So where do my audience go to get that booklet for free so that they can order it and start looking into it? Like, even if you just have a little smidgen of idea, it's something I might want to do five years from now. They should get the booklet, right? Absolutely, they should. And yeah, absolutely. So easy. So and what we like to do. So if you're watching this and you want the book, please, in the subject line, just write kick ass. Forget the boomers part. Just kick ass. I like (laughs) kick ass. (laughs) And just put kick ass in the subject line and then just just say something like a consumer guide or consumer resource guide or anything like that. We'll know what you're looking for. We'll send you a link. It's a hundred and some page book. It's got some country handbooks. It's got country handbooks for I think maybe seven or eight countries of the region, just all the stuff that you'd want to know about, like airplane schedules, how to get a taxi, different restaurants and hotels, bus schedules inside the country or water taxi schedules, public holidays, just, yeah, again, little mini country handbooks that are really helpful so you can get an idea about the country. Um, Yeah, so kick ass in the subject line, consumer guide, anything like that. And this is the email, so info at ecidevelopment.com info at ecidevelopment.com and we will we'll send you the link you can download this document and it's it's tremendous it, it really is a great resource for folks anybody like you said even if you've got this inkling that you might want to do it yeah yeah look into it why not right it's free i mean get right. the, get the resource get the exactly. resource we'll have it yeah right and right now with inflation keep going up and up and up there might be a lot more people thinking of it we're already seeing that We've we've been invited to speak at some conferences that were in the past only domestic conferences, and now they're adding this element because of inflation and the fixed income. Look, this idea of a COLA increase, that's great. It just, it all depends on how you measure inflation. It's not enough, and it's never enough. Believe me, it's it's not. No, it's not. And so there's a real recognition in the marketplace that that people's fixed income is going to be worth less and less, even with the COLAs. So again, yeah, we've been invited to speak at some conferences that- in the past have been only domestic. So yeah, we're seeing people people think ahead. Oh yeah, people are starting to think and they're hurting. So they're going to start looking into other options. What other option do I have? And even if they just want to go to another country and just rent, you don't have, you don't have to buy if you don't want to, but rentals are really cheap. So just go and rent somewhere, you know, around here. Oh my God, in Doylestown area, the rents just keep going up and up. You can get almost nothing for $2,000 a month. You know, like maybe two bedrooms. It's small. It's not, it's horrible. It's just, yeah. you used to be able to get a single home for that. Not anymore. Not anymore. So, yeah. So this is helpful information. I really encourage everyone to get the resource guide. If you don't think you need it, pass it to someone else and look into it a little bit yourself. You might find out that it's more interesting than you thought. Absolutely. And then then come visit. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Come visit. Why not? Because right. if you can rent, I mean, think of it as your vacation one year. You're going to go and rent somewhere a couple of weeks because as a boomer, if you're retired and you're not working, you have the time. And even if you're working and you're working online, which a lot of yeah. us are right now, you just bring your computer and you keep working. You rent keep. for a month or six weeks and just keep working. So it's a win-win exactly. any way you look at it. It is. And we're seeing more and more people do that, Terry. Yep. Yep. Even my son does everything on a computer now. He runs his own business and everything's on the computer. He's in Germany right now because he does swing dancing. So he's in Germany teaching a course at a university about swing dancing. Go figure. An American kid. 
but he teaches it, it with the German woman. So he's having a ball. He just brings his computer and he can work anywhere. And exactly. we're picking up on that. Thank God the boomers are learning. What yep. can I do that can be online so I can do it wherever I want? We're getting right. smart finally. So yeah, we can do well, the same. We've, we've earned it, Terry. We have earned it. Absolutely. We definitely have earned it. <laughs> We're going to keep telling ourselves that anyway. So Absolutely. We ha- Well, we have because we put in a lot of really hard years. I raised four kids, sent them all to college. So it's time for me to relax and have fun in the sun now. So sounds yeah. why I can't wait to come visit your communities, which well, look forward to down having in you. Florida. I'll definitely do that. So, yeah. but absolutely. I'm skipping a jump from Miami. Yeah. 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 It'll be great. I can't wait. So. In the next six months, I'll be down there and then we'll do that. So, but anyone who can do it ahead of time, go ahead. Let me know how you like it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And we love the feedback. So, right. Yeah. Great. Great. So thank you for joining me. I love this conversation. I think it's going to be very helpful. Something boomers need. We're not finding that information out there. I certainly haven't. My friend that wanted to buy in Belize, she didn't know where to look for information. So this is perfect. This is wonderful. Good. Thanks for having me, Terry. So. Thank you very much. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.